Hello everyone and welcome along to another episode of Championship Drill. We haven't been with you for a while. There's been kind of a lot going on. I was mm-hmm. I was sick for a bit, so it would have been half an hour of me coughing. <laughs> then we had a, a film festival that we were both at that kind of took up a week of our time. But we are back again to keep you updated on some of the news. Have a look back at a few of the midweek games maybe and look ahead to the weekend. And uh, we'll be back with our proper show then after the weekend matches as well. Mm. But a lot has been happening since we were last with you. I suppose the big news was uh, the one for your your dad, West Brom, finally, finally getting rid of their manager. Yeah, it was a long time coming. Um, again, very poor results at the weekend. Um, I know Luton are very tough, but like you still think that West Brom could could create something from it. Um. Roy Keane was tipped to take over. Um, mm. That's not the case anymore, I don't think. I think no, he... I think he denied it anyway on, on Monday Night Football when he was at that. Yeah, um, so I'm not uh, sure who's who's the next in line. Uh, I'm sure Sean Dyche must be there. Sean Dyche must be there. Carlos Corbran was another one that's been mentioned. Um, I don't uh, know, would he go to West Brom? I know according, to the, according to the bookies, Gary Rowe is his favourite, and that's an odd one. It is an odd one, I suppose, his connection to the club. Oh, yeah, but he was at Birmingham and it did not work. And it didn't work out at Birmingham at all, no. Similar club, I, yeah. Yeah, I think Carlos Corbram will be a good one. He's a lot of experience and he plays good football. And yeah. Probably he's what been, they want to he's see. He's been happen. out of the game a while, but um, yeah. last, was it Swansea he managed last? Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't go so well. I suppose the top managers just aren't available at the minute. Yeah. Like Sean Dyson's is not a good one. I don't know what he go there, though. Yes, did they tempt Neil Warnock out of retirement? <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you never know, or or a Mick McCarthy even. Um, it's hard to know. Um, Michael Carrick obviously was linked with the Middlesbrough job. It's unlikely he's going to go there. Mm. Um, he's one that that potentially could be looking for a management job. Yeah, uh, he's he's not bad. Like he. he... He did well in the interim job at United when he was in there. So it's be good to see him get a lower league, like a championship club, um, get, it, get going. Oh, yeah, absolutely it does. Yeah. Um, talking of Middlesbrough, um, yeah. one of the, the guys that you and I know quite well, Podrick, who has his own wonderful podcast, mm-hmm. um, apparently with Podrick, that, that people should go check out. He sent me on a meme the other day about Middlesbrough and it's to do with the new... Um, the new Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm going to see if I can get it up on my phone. The, you know that Dahmer show on Netflix? That yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone's given out about. Um, and it's just a picture of um, of Dahmer by a TV, I think. Um, talking about Middlesbrough. It just says, we're just going to watch the Borough match and then you can leave. And then your man just replying, just get the drill, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and just... right. Sooner dine out and watch Middlesbrough play. Uh, <laughs> like, according to the latest betting odds, Lee Catamol is the choice. Probably was still playing football. I know, as I was thinking, like, <laughs> surely he's still kind of hanging around. Um, yeah, he'd be a good one. Um, I suppose the weekend there was a lot of chopping and changing. Um, if we if we look at some of those games, the the two at the top loss, Sheffield United and Norwich both losing at the weekend. Mm. It was a bit of a shocker. Um, Phil Jackie Elk is scoring for Stoke 40 years of age. <laughs> I know. It's, to be fair, he, he can still put in a job and a shift. 
he can he can indeed. Mm. Um, I suppose the other big news that came out there was um obviously Watford uh, went to goal up lost to Swansea as well. Um, new manager already in trouble. I'd say could be. Uh, he lost. He lost two out of three. Yeah, he could be gone if he loses three out of four. He'll probably be sacked. Anyway, um, yeah. but but lose as well was cut bidding at a Swansea player. It looks like so he's gonna get a six match ban for that. Um, yeah. if that's if that's the case, if that's uh, proven that he did spit at someone, looking like he's gonna get a mm. a six match ban. So. Not good news for Watford since the new man took over. No, like they started so well, they got a four 0 victory. Uh, yeah, yeah, and now it's just so, off the rails. Yeah, the table is kind of crazy, even for this time of the season. There's three points between Blackburn and seventh, and Sheffield United on top. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, and, and then the four point... points back from that is Millwall in fifteenth. <laughs> yeah. So there's seven points between fifteenth and top. Yeah, and and the thing is, like because of the World Cup, that could stay the case until the new year. It could. I mean, you you look at West Brom now could get a new manager. West Brom are only ten points off the playoffs. I know. Yeah, win three, win their next three games now before they work off. <laughs> they start yeah climbing up the table. And they're slowly um, turning up the table. Yeah. Um. The weekend thing was weird. Um, I know in the, the group chat that we had um, with our buddy Oh, Adam, yeah. But didn't that, didn't you say something similar happened a few weeks ago in another league? Um, the champ, the Women's Champions League qualifier between Arsenal and Ajax. Yeah. And the Arsenal women were warming up on the pitch and they noticed that the goals were very small looking. And yeah. they had to, the, the officials measure them and the goals were uh, 10 centimetres too small. So they uh, they were playing basically with the same size goals the junior teams would be playing with. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. before that game kicked off, they had to get proper goals in. But, but for the Wigan game, there was much more significant than that. It wasn't they were, saying, they were saying one goal was bigger than the other. Yeah. I've never I've never seen I've never heard of that. It's a really weird one, and both. But the thing is, they noticed it before the match. Hmm. Um, one goal was two inches taller than the other, but they decided they'd go ahead because it wouldn't be an advantage for either team because each team would have that goal for one half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then when Cardiff won the game, with the ball going in off the the underside of the crossbar. Yeah. Um, of course. Strange one. Uh, yeah, it's a weird one. I, I, I've never seen. I've never heard of that in recent memory. Um. Yeah, it's a weird one. There's a lot of weird. We were only talking in the group box over the weekend. There was a lot of weird games. A lot of weird things. I mean, there was talk of um, there was talk of them saying, "Oh, the game could be replayed." EFL have said that's not going to happen because both teams were aware of it mm-hmm. and they both agreed to play the game regardless. Yeah, exactly. Not a chance it'll be replayed. The problem but is, what were we going? Were Wigan playing towards a small goal, small goal in, in the second half because they know they're at home? Yeah, they're playing towards the small goal in the second half and Cardiff, I think, did Cardiff score one in off the underside of the big goal? They did, yeah. It went in under the bar. At one, which would at went, one point, yeah. Which would have went over the bar or hit the bar if it had been in the, uh, the smaller goal. Yeah. So it's a strange one, all right. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, you missed out on a, a lot of madness, really. This weekend was mental. Like, if you go there now, right, 
Preston North End who haven't scored a goal, is it? Or more than one goal in probably I don't know how long. Managed to get yeah. three, away, three goals away from home against Norwich. Yeah. And the, they were flying at the two of them and suddenly they both lose and now they're you know, um yeah. It's 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 kind of crazy mm. um, when you think about it that the top two lost, they were going so well. QPR still flying it. Um right up there. Yeah, they've had a dodgy kind of few weeks, but they got back on track with the win against Reading. Um, it's a very good win. Yeah. I thought Reading, Reading were kind of going on a bit of form there again. Um, for a while. Absolutely. Um, they were, and now they're they're just they're back again. There, but they're they're they were one of those teams that kind of surprised us. Yeah. Um. Last season, mm. and they're they're right back up there again. I mean, they are only two points off the top of the table. It's not like they've fallen apart. <laughs> um. Burnley are right up there. Um. Swansea, maybe surprisingly, on a have been on a good run. Are are right up there because they were in trouble early doors mm. in the season as well. Uh. Bristol City with a good win tonight. Uh. Over Preston climbing up the table. Preston themselves, who would have win tonight, would have went into the playoffs. Mm. Um. Bad news for them as well, though. Troy Parrott, it looks like he's going to be out for a while. Yeah, and what happened there? Because he scores. Scored and he injured himself celebrating. Yeah, um, weird. He's going to be out until after the World Cup, at least. So I suppose the World Cup giving you those six weeks off kind of helps those longer injuries. Mm. It was a really weird one because he's um, he's been doing pretty late. I mean, he got the, he got the winner, obviously, mm-hmm. like you said, against Norwich. Um, yeah, I mean, it was his first goal in the championship, and then he goes and gets injured. It mm. kind of seems to be typical of his career. <laughs> he seems to do well, and then he's gone, yeah. I um, so much potential, never really lives up to it. Just when he's doing well, something always seems to go wrong for him. Mm. And he's going to miss the Ireland friendlies now as well next month. And the way, the way um, Ogbeni is playing... Um, coming in probably for him and he might find it hard to get back into the Irish team again when he is fit yeah exactly um, it's going to be a tricky one any more news standing out here that we've missed um, uh, I suppose Blackburn 3-0 against Rotherham no surprise yeah big win no surprise really Brayhart and Diaz again yeah um, Birmingham 3 Blackburn really yeah um and then Millwall obviously beating Middlesbrough, who again sacked their manager Chris Wilder. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, um, I, I was shocked. Terrible. I'm absolutely shocked how bad Middlesbrough and West Brom are. Um, they're very poor though, Middlesbrough. They're like they're playing bad football as well. It's not. But didn't they sign like we were talking about the start of the season? Didn't they sign a lot of free players? Didn't really buy anyone. They did. No. Um, and their yeah, fall, just... their forwards again was a. Uh, Oh, what's his name? It's a tall fella. So his name goes off top. Nah. The name's... Nah. No idea. No idea. <laughs> You're for, on about it. Like that, I just... I can't... His name is God from my head and I only had him a second ago. All right. Um, what, what about him anyway? Uh, oh, it's just he... He's not... Um, Basically, he's not going to get you the goals. Um, that's that's what I was trying to get at. No, 
I mean, they're they're really, really, really struggling for goals this season. Yeah. Um. Like you said, they're the managers are being linked with aren't really inspiring much confidence that things are going to turn around. No. No. Um, there were only two points above the drop zone. Um, and Coventry, like we said, it was going to be dodgy for Coventry yeah, because of the games in hand, but they had to pick up other points from the other games. They're not doing that, Coventry. And mm-hmm. they're in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, they're already six points from safety. Okay, they have three games in hand. I know what you but mean. They're, they're not in good form. Yeah, they don't, they don't look like they're even going to get a goal. Um, Duncan oh. Watmore is the guy I was thinking of. Duncan Watmore, yeah. He's he's kind of been in and out this season, hasn't he? Yeah. And they have yeah. that guy as well that they got from Arsenal who hasn't been hitting No, not scoring the goals either. Yeah. So they're 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 not getting goals. Um and you you've got to think, you know, Blackpool and Hull are both down there, Rodham down there, Stoke, you know, even though they had a good win the weekend, which they badly needed Stoke, but they were in real trouble as well. Yeah. Um it, it it's really a strange, strange because there is, like we said, between Huddersfield, who are 23rd, yeah, and Swansea, who are sixth, there's 10 points. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. That could change in three weeks' time, like it could flip flop. I, I, I know the championship is is always you know takes a bit longer for the league to settle. You're looking at more like 16, 17 games where you say it'd be 10 in the Premier League, like, and there's still. There's still 33 matches left to play for most teams. Exactly. And then as well, to the day, almost the 12th, there's one month exactly until the World Cup, they're gone. The last game is in one month's time, exactly. And that's it. And then it's six weeks off and they're going to have to decide what they're going to do when the World Cup is on. Are they going to win? Are they going to... Are, like, are they going to... They, I assume they're going to take a week off, maybe two weeks off. Oh, you would think so, surely. Um for the players to just let them relax for a couple of weeks because once the World Cup is over, the games are going to have to be played. Exactly. So it's going to be crazy. Exactly. Uh, so I imagine they'll give the players probably, you know, a week, 10 days off, bring them back, maybe go away, do some warm weather training somewhere. Um, almost like having a preseason again for a week or two. Yeah. Um, is what they're going to have to do. A lot of behind closed doors friendlies, I imagine. You would think so, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, there's a lot of players there as well like fucking Haaland but Man City would need games so you never know who they'd be playing exactly exactly Um, Watford I know Watford's training ground backs onto Arsenal's training ground so mm-hmm. sure Watford and Arsenal will probably play a match at some stage yeah Um, there, there's a lot of things like that that I'm sure will happen Uh, be, behind closed doors to, to keep the players sharp Um, it's going to be weird because mm. It's just never been done before. You're not used to a six-week break. Yeah. It's fair enough. The only one you'd usually have would be AFCON, when that's on and your African players go away for a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the games keep going when the exactly. players are gone at AFCON. Exactly. The games don't stop for it. That's it's going to be really weird that there's going to be a six-week break from matches. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, it's going and to be then starting up right on... The the just after Christmas Day there on St Stephen's Day Boxing Day whatever you want to call it mm. uh, when the games come back again so it's going to be a really really strange one and the problem is like the teams as we always say the form is out the window then yeah because you don't know I mean players some players will be coming back from the World Cup mm-hmm. I, I'm sure 
the likes, as far as I know, Ireland are planning to play a couple of friendlies while the World Cup is on. Makes sense. Makes sense. So teams who might think, oh, my player isn't going away to the World Cup, well, they might be going away with their country to play another couple of matches somewhere else instead. Exactly. And you might have more. Um, but I think for like the teams that need new managers coming in, the likes of your West Brom, the likes of your Middlesbrough, who may not have masses of players going away. Yeah. Um, that six weeks will be vital to try and turn their season around. Yeah, exactly. That's then it. you worry about the teams like QPR who have been so, so good. What's a six-week break going to do to them? Yeah, it's a weird one because, like, aren't they? We talk about them because we've been doing this now for a year or so. Yeah. That they usually do fall apart in January, so maybe it'll be different with this break. It might be. It might be because they've been going so well. Um, Like, 24 points from 13 games is good. I mean... Yeah, exactly. they're only behind Norwich on goal difference. They're yeah. only behind Sheffield United on goal difference. Yeah, uh, they're ahead of Burnley, ahead of Reading, ahead of Swansea, ahead of Blackburn. Teams that have all been doing well. Mm. Wigan, I suppose, have been the surprise team. I think you coded at the start of the season. You're feeling uh, Wigan okay. Wigan and Wigan and Sunderland is kind of where I was at. Yeah. And uh, mm. you know, Wigan have done all right. They're ninth in the table, nineteen points. Only five points off the top, so five points off the top, but only eight points off the relegation zone. It's uh, the championship can can turn on you very quickly. Yeah, as Blackpool and Hull found out, Blackpool got off to that great start, and things are kind of coming apart again for them. Like, um, they're sliding closer and closer to that relegation zone. Like West Brom only have one win all season. Yeah, that's pretty shocking. It's a lot of draws. Eight draws, yeah. Eight draws. It's a lot of draws. But like every other team like has had three, four. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, Millwall level of draws, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose there's not much more news. I saw that they're considering um obviously they don't show any three o'clock kickoffs live on TV. There's yeah. talk that in the new TV deal that will change. Okay. And we will get to see championship games live at three PM. On on BT or Sky or on, something. on whoever buys the rights, I suppose to to screen them. Yeah. Um. Whoever that might be. So be that, that's yeah. something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure when the rights are back up again. Twenty twenty four. So. Okay. So yeah, the English Football League is willing to consider scrapping the Saturday three pm blackout. Um, yeah, I mean it makes sense. Yeah. Like it's it's very very competitive these days. Um, yeah. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And and there's a lot, a lot of good teams in there now. Like out of all the teams that were in, in, in the in the championship right now, I think Bristol City, Luton, Preston, and yeah. that's it. That were never in the Premier League. Rotherham yeah. as well. Rotherham as well. Yeah. But like there's like four teams out of the twenty twenty-four. Yeah. That yeah, it's not 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 too many, and like you said, um, yeah, it's such a great league, and it's it, it would be great to get those three pm kickoffs back on a Saturday it, yeah. on TV. It would be nice to see them. It would be fun. Um, they deserve it. They are great. Again, like I know, because a lot of teams struggle. We know about the parachute payments and yeah, but it, that it, was the other issue. I think they had a TV deal that was five hundred and eighty something million. I think the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's spread across the EFL that's not just the championship that's yeah, yeah, yeah. the rights for League 1 and League 2 as well yeah yeah as well as like the EFL Cup the playoffs all of that all counts 
yeah. which is very little money over the course of however many years that deal was signed for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they're going to be looking for a much bigger deal, which can mm. only be good for the teams, um, especially the teams lower down that struggle. Exactly. exactly. Um, because it could be the difference between a club existing and not existing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Will we have a look ahead to the weekend's games? Yeah. Uh, because I don't think there's much more news going on. And uh, oh, we'll... just the only thing I just read there that Gary yeah. Rose looks like Gary Rose is going to take over West Brom. Yeah, and he'll have that time now. He'll have a few games to settle in before the World Cup. And he wants the job, and uh, they want to talk to him. So very good. So but like I, 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 like him, but he's just he's his own worst enemy. He's a bit like Lee Boyer. Um, yeah, if things aren't going right, he loses the head a bit. I think. Strange appointment, really. Well, yeah, well, but he I does guess. have experience in the division. But the thing uh, is, that my, I was talking to my dad about, it and they literally don't have money, so they yeah. can't get, they can't get anyone. They can't get anyone, no. Which is going to be the other thing because that's the other side of when the World Cup comes around. So you have however many games now before the World Cup, then you're going to break for six weeks. Then you come mm-hmm. back on the twenty sixth of December. Yeah. Five days later, the transfer window opens again. That's exactly yes, yeah, yeah. So you're really only looking at four or five games before you're allowed to buy players again, mm-hmm. which is going to make a big difference because usually you're more than halfway through the season when that opens up. Exactly. And they're not going to be even halfway through the season when suddenly they're allowed to buy players again, and that's where you might look at the likes of the teams at top, the Norwich, Sheffield United, might put a bit of money into try and pull away from the others. Um, what'll Watford do because you know well, disaster for Watford if they don't move up the table yeah, just going on to the fixtures there while you're t- because I'm just looking at it Norwich yeah. Norwich Watford are playing Norwich yeah I mean it's uh, that could be a Slavin Village sacked already game right yeah, it's on at yeah. a weird it's on at a weird time at 7.45 on Saturday night yeah Um, there's no Friday, you, there's no Friday night game no Friday game yeah so you'd say that would usually be the bad one hmm uh, the the rather for um, time wise, it's not a it's not a great one for Norwich having, you know, last one weekend to go away to Watford with mm-hmm. Billich there. But Billich, I suppose, as well wants to try and shape the team his own way. He does. So he'll probably want to spend some money and get rid of a few players to bring in some money or what have you. But yeah, might as well look ahead at the games there. Um. Luton, who've been kind of up and down a bit this season, they're kind of going a good run and then they lose a few. I think they'll win this weekend. Um, home to QPR. I think um, they'll beat them. The, a London derby game there. Um, QPR going very well, but Luton's so good at home, as we know. Yeah. Uh, Rotherham, who could use a win up against Huddersfield. It's very strange. Two half-well games. Very strange. The early kickoffs suit some teams, don't suit other teams. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I was never a fan of playing early in the morning. Yeah, I much rather I don't mind. Um, the three but, o'clock. There's something about three o'clock though that on Saturday that's special. Yeah, it's just kind of nice and traditional and everything else. Yeah. Um, and, and and when we talk of nice and traditional, no one like Nigel Pearson, who we're <laughs> thankful hasn't retired yet. As <laughs> Bristol City climb up the table. Uh, Bristol City against Millwall. Mm. Uh, that could always be a good one. Um. Could be goals in that one. Could very well be, yeah. Um, two teams that are both flying it lately, Burnley hosting Swansea. That could be a cracker of a match. Yeah. 
Uh, what Burnley are doing well. Burnley uh, are going well. Swansea are going well. Yeah. Um, Cardiff, Coventry, two teams that are not going so well. Mm. Especially yeah. Coventry. Middlesbrough home to Blackburn Rovers. Is that one of those ones that could be the upset where Middlesbrough finally get a win? Absolutely yeah. no form whatsoever up against the team in, in good form in Blackburn. Yeah. They're usually the ones that surprise you. Yeah, yeah, it could be three two or yeah. It's one of those ones that you just don't know. Preston's Preston Stoker nil on. Nil on. That's yeah. Preston haven't had one in a while. Stoker uh, not pretty good either going forward. No. Reading, West Brom, um Who knows? I, mean, I, I don't know. I new not... manager in by then? Could they get the new manager bounce? The problem is like West Brom's forward line are are shot for confidence. Yeah. Um. Even if he does come in, like I don't think I I don't think they're going to win. I'm going to go Reading. Reading like, to win that one. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. New manager can give him a bounce. Um. Sheffield United home to Blackpool. You'd imagine it should be a home win, but you just don't you get back on track. Good. Yes. After last week. Um. Sunderland, Wigan, the two teams that you thought coming up would do all right, mm-hmm. exactly as you thought. Yeah. Both are going pretty well. Yeah. Um. Playing against each other. Yeah. Uh, Sunderland, I'd sneak it, I'd say. The home team, yeah. Yeah, and then Watford Norwich. Watford Norwich, like we mentioned, is a is a big one there, and uh, then we've got Hull against Birmingham City on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Hull badly need to start picking up points again because they're because if you think of like West Brom, you think new manager they're going to start improving the results. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like they've only won one match. Yeah. They've only lost five. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to turn that around you think Middlesbrough getting a new manager might turn it around and all of a sudden you're in real trouble if that happens yeah. so they're going to have to start picking up points again Yeah. Uh, so that's about the size of everything coming up uh, we'll be back after those games maybe we'll do a show Sunday night or some yeah. stage Monday once we have all the results in from the weekend Yeah. Um, but then um, we'll we'll see what happens West Brom might have a new manager by then. Middlesbrough might have a new manager by then. They should. Uh, yeah. You know, Watford might have their third manager of the season by then. Okay. Who knows? Um, who's the guy that keeps bringing back? I can never remember his name. He's been there about four times now. Keeps getting sacked. Um, <laughs> and he's probably waiting in the wings to come back again. I know, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if there's ever a club you don't want to get off to a bad start with, it's Watford. Because they just don't mess around. Um, um, how many managers have they had in the last number of years? I think in the last ten years they're up there. They must be up there twenty managers. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask the Google machine. Yeah, have a look. Last ten years. Let's see if they've. Uh, someone's you? putting it up. I don't know if I can trust this person, but we'll Please. see. It is Twitter that I'm going to, um, to try and find out. Um, no, this was last season. Um, so one, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I thought twenty at least. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and now seventeen. Since two thousand and twelve. Since two thousand and eleven. Okay. Seventeen so different managers. <laughs> yeah. Um or yeah, is it Javier Garcia? Yes, the guy you're 17, 17 or eighteen different managers yeah. in that stage. Um, 
So yeah, it was it was kind of mad. I suppose the weird one was 2014 where they changed their manager three times. Um, and that could happen. This, this is going to happen this year as well. Oh yeah, it's crazy when you think about it. Um, I think Brendan Rogers was in charge of uh, Watford 14 yeah. years ago. I just mad. It's just little things that are mad, and they had Zola as well. Yeah, another, another one. I mean, this this was last season uh, around this time last year. But Graham Taylor, when he was at when he was at Watford, yeah, his first spell at Watford for Graham Taylor order, he lasted four hundred and twenty eight games. Mm. Um, in the in this time, um, obviously before they got the the new manager in last season, um, listen to this for a list: Josh Zola. Zanino, Garcia, McKinley, Jakanovic, Sanchez, Flores twice, Maserari, Silva, um, uh, Gracia, two times Mullins, Pearson, Ivic, and Munez, a total of 427 games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so one less than Graham Taylor in his first one with Crazy, all those different yeah. managers. Crazy. Um, so, I, you know, if I was if I was Bilic, I wouldn't be... Uh, <laughs> holding out much hope but he knows though himself law he knows he does yeah like surely they know they're not handing out three year deals at this point <laughs> at this <laughs> no no island paired to eight year deals no <laughs> no no he's still getting paid by newcastle i'm sure i know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he's the he's village is the 17th full-time manager that's mad that's mental since 2012 so yeah in 10 years he's the 17th full-time manager to come in in 10 years that's almost two managers a year i know yeah that's insane <laughs> I, I reckon this year it's going to be a, re- a record break of four managers in one year <laughs> well it could be if he loses at the weekend he loses three out of his first four games yeah, that's You're not going to mess around he could be gone before the world cup starts <laughs> <laughs> bring a new guy in the world cup well they'll be like Watching the World Cup and someone like Australia might go fair, or the Australian manager will work for Watford. Yeah. <laughs> Get him till the till till the end of the season. But it'd be man. something stupid like that. Like uh, I could see the Celtic manager going to Watford. Maybe. Right now, yeah. I could, what would he do? I could see it happening. I think I could see it. Yeah. Would he? Would, would like. like your man as well as out of work, the guy that was a Wolves. Would he go to Watford? I, yeah, it's hard to know. I mean, would anyone go to Watford? Yeah, like the thing is, their their squad isn't bad. Yeah, but what, 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 like, yeah, but what, what are you going to... Like, <laughs> so how long are you going to be there for? I know, yeah. Like, I think you're going there for an easy for. How much are they paying off people... I don't know. They're they're not paying as much as United anyway, because they that was put out there yesterday that they're still paying managers. David Moyes is probably still under contract for Man United. <laughs> he's was still paid because eight year deal they gave him or something. Seven years they gave him. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's still. Paid. <laughs> that must have been some payoff, all right. Yeah, and the thing is, they they actually do pay him off because, isn't it? They can't get a job. You're not allowed to accept a job within. Thing unless they're paid. Oh yeah, they, they have something. to they have to be paid off because they they've signed the contract. Yeah, you can't fire them just because the team's doing bad, and yeah. that's not how it works. So you have to pay them off. 
Um, like legally, you have to give them the money that it's owed to them. So for them to agree to leave. But the uh, guy you were on about earlier is Enrique Flores. He's been there. Yeah, he's been there a few times. He's been there a few times. <laughs> yeah. He'll come back to steady the ship once Pillage is useless. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy. They just don't have um they don't. Yeah, know. I know. They've more managers than clean sheets, I'd say, yeah, the can... last in the last ten years. Yeah. Um, um yeah, we'll I suppose that's it really, isn't it? That's about all we can talk about. Um like we said, hopefully by the time we are back on Monday or on Hopefully, new managers might be in place. Hopefully, there'll be a few managers in place. Hopefully, Slavin Village is still in a job. And hopefully, Nigel Pearson hasn't retired yet due to referees. <laughs> um, it's always a danger. Always a danger. You never know. Uh, I could see him doing a Kevin Keegan on it all right someday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just re- retiring in the heat of the moment well, after a match. If the three o'clock games start getting televised, yeah. we're very close to there, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't want this in the. I know you don't want it, but I'd say it's coming. Maybe those terrible refereeing decisions are the ones you want. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, so we we'll leave it there anyway, folks. And um, yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be talking to you again, and we will be back again after the weekend games with hopefully some some news, some spectacular goals, and uh, a few shocks along the way, no doubt as well. So thanks for tuning in, and uh, apologies again. We've been away for a while, but we're back now. Yeah, cheers.